this is a warning, this podcast is not suitable to be listened to around kids and probably not even out loud at the office. We cuss a lot, we drink during the recording, and we touch on some very adult subjects. We recommend listening when the kids aren't around or when you have headphones. Thanks guys, bye. This is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal Podcast. I'm here with Eric and Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's going on? How's it going? All right. And we are here for, I believe it's episode 71. Yeah. And this is going to be for the back room. Yes. And oh, my God. This has become like one of my favorites. <laughs> it It is fucking wild if you've never heard of it you're in for a treat and yes. i'm just gonna say that there is way way more uh to be covered than what we can possibly cover within like an hour time span yes um, uh, i almost want to propose doing a in-depth like of and th- and uh, th- I'll get into this explanation, my own uh, description of like the fan base mm-hmm. for the back rooms uh, later on, but. I would actually like to do like a Patreon of like the first canonical nine levels. Okay. And do an in-depth description of like level zero, level one, level two, level three. Gotcha. Yeah. There, shit, there's enough out there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But before we get into it, let's uh, just go through our normal stuff. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Both of those are Let's Chat Paranormal. You can send in your stories to be read to Let's Chat Paranormal at gmail.com or you can message us uh, them on Facebook or Instagram. Just know that there is a character limit on both of those. Um, you can find us set up at different uh, pop-ups. You can just just follow us on Instagram or Facebook where you can uh, know where we're going to be set up, where you can buy some merch, or uh, if you want to share a story in person, uh, we're always open to that as well. Yeah. And so the next event is going to be, ooh, let me, I should have. With been, the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, the, the voice actor from the Crypt Keeper, and I should have pulled up the freaking dates. It's a <laughs> it's a Saturday and Sunday, June 25th and June 26th. Both of those are going to be at the Vibes Event Center or slash Rockbox in downtown San Antonio. Yeah. And there will be some new merch. Yes, we're going to have some merch. Hopefully, uh, we'll have some t-shirts and tote bags. Me and Jesse are dipping our little toesies into oh, screen yeah. printing. Y'all should I'm do putting, socks and uh, I'm eyeball my, butt plugs. I'm putting oh, my whole foot Quentin Tarantino <laughs> style. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but, okay. But, eyeball butt plug. That's, that's no, what I want to see. Goodbye. Um, okay. <laughs> Anyways, how about uh, creepy updates? Do we have any? I'm all, now that I'm thinking, I was like, "Man, it's been it's been a while since we, yeah, we we, we took a one episode uh, hiatus." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. You know, got to take a mental health day when you need to, or a oh, whole yeah. last week. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hot as fucking Texas. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> we we were trying not to. <laughs> so, you, oh my God, is Texas a back room? <laughs> it's an entire background. It's an oven room. That's what it is. Um, the heat is constantly driving us to insanity. Yeah, basically, uh, <laughs> um, 
But anybody have any creepy updates? I do not have any creepy updates, but I have a creepy story. Oh, okay. Oh, you want to hear it now? Nobody has a creepy update? I I don't have any creepy updates. I I, I think I have one, but I'm trying to recollect the whole thing, so I'll let you go ahead. Okay. Tell me the story. So, I actually uh, am acquainted with one of the first COVID cases in Texas. Oh, okay. And uh, this individual was also uh, among the first to receive the uh, blood transfusion uh, 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 treatment. Okay. Right? And uh, he even goes on to say that the doctors said that like he was 24 hours away from being ventilated at oh, that wow. point. So he it literally saved his life, right? Okay. So he, uh, like I said, contracted COVID and he was in the hospital in the worst state. And he describes during his time in there, and this is, mind you, this is that he was already aware of the COVID brain. Uh, like the brain fog. Symptom. Okay. Yeah. So, but what he does, and, and you would have to really be there to hear him kind of convey this because he really does say it with conviction that what he saw, he knows in every like molecule of his existence that it was real and he knows what he saw. And he said while he was there recovering or well, just within the sickness and throes of the sickness, mm-hmm. he witnessed a red nurse just pacing his room. He says that he never could really fully get a, uh, how would I describe it? And how did he describe it? Like I, I'm so basically he just said in his words, like he never really got a good visual on what her face looked like. And I'm trying to maybe kind of rationalize it. I I don't know if it was just in a distortion of reality or maybe, uh, maybe the entity that he was witnessing didn't want, you know, to be identified or whatever. But, uh, he says that he, the, the, the fact that he believes that it is in absolutely real is the simple fact that it actually came in contact with him. Okay. That it actually touched him on the arm. And he says that he went on to, you know, because it was something that kind of impacted his life uh, or impacted him really, really significantly that mm-hmm. he went and did some research. And uh, that is a entity in, I guess, lore that visits people who are on the doorsteps of death. Okay. And kind of bring comfort to the people who are basically, you know, on their way out. Okay. Right? So, fast forward, and he recovers. And after, you know, witnessing all of this, his uh, sister, unfortunately, contracts COVID as well. Oh, no. Yes. And he's working. And unfortunately, she does not win the battle with COVID. Okay. Right? So, uh, you know, it's it's a sad thing that he didn't get to say goodbye to her. He was actually at work and so on. And it's the preceding uh, events that uh, are kind of strange and very kind of spooky in a, in a funny way, I guess. Because I guess the relationship that they had was a very playful one. They were very close and, and stuff. And he says that, you know, uh, sometime after she had passed, he remembers kind of being buggered in a playful way physically, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, 
he describes this one time where he was, you know, sitting down watching TV and he does, he admits that there's a fan, but you know, he's kind of a heavier guy. Right. And he even, he, he says it, he's like, look, dude, look at me. I'm a, I'm a big guy, right? A fan isn't going to be able to move my hand on its own. Mm -hmm. And he says that, you know, he's watching TV, but then he doesn't realize that his hand is kind of like being played with picked up. Yeah. Picked oh. up. Like, uh, like, like if somebody is hitting his hand up mm -hmm. and he says like, you know, there, there was a fan there, but again, you know, I'm a heavy guy. No, some, you know, the fan isn't going to have the power to lift my hand Shoot, like that. I wouldn't even be able to lift a baby's <laughs> hand. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? <laughs> so he says, you know, he felt, uh, I guess, uh, emotionally that you know like hey maybe this is my sister coming around to to uh interact again right yeah and uh the one that i really found very cool right is that he said that there was one night that uh, you know he him and his wife are in bed asleep and their son comes to bed and he i can't remember and i'm so sorry that i i'm kind of screwing this part up but he remembers that he starts noticing that strange things are happening right and he's like Okay, maybe she's here, mm -hmm. right? And he says that, and I'm going to try to describe it the best way that I can. So his son is sleeping on his side with his leg kind of uh, angled out. And out of nowhere, it looks like somebody is grabbing his leg and shaking him back and forth. Mm -hmm. and he 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 even says like you know my my kid isn't using his foot to move himself his his leg is like is is on top of his other leg and it looks like somebody is like trying to wake him up like shaking him yeah and uh yeah he so he he full-heartedly truly believes that his sister is is visiting him and uh yeah playing with him yeah and, and you know yeah so uh, I thought that was very cool. I thought it was very a very good story. That that is that's very interesting. Um, do you did you ask him to elaborate on the red nurse? Like, was she just completely red or no? So the, it it was like a, a regular person, right? Mm -hmm. I guess you're you're trying to say like you know is she all red? Yeah, that's, no. Okay. Uh, she was in like a old timey nurse gown. Okay. But it was red. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like when it, I understand now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's very interesting. And what this was in San Antonio? Yes. This did was he in say San what hospital? Uh, he did, and I cannot remember. Oh, uh, ask him next time to see. Like maybe we could look into if other people have seen a red nurse. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, you know what? And I want to say that he even mentioned a uh, a uh, uh, a detail about that because while he was looking into that, mm -hmm. he was also, I believe, he was researching like what other patients in the hospital were were uh going through mm -hmm. and he says the the reason why he believes that he or one of the other reasons why he believes that what he saw was real was because his account was the only one that as far as he knows was the only one that happened oh. so it's not like one of these things where hey this is this is something that's induced by covid brain mm -hmm. this was unique a unique experience to him mm -hmm. and very different from what other people were saying that they were experiencing through covid brain oh, and okay. the fog and stuff yeah you know so uh that's interesting yeah yeah wow and and uh, like what's the general age range of this guy 
Uh, I know he's in his mid twenties. Oh wow! Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that yeah, was, that's so, a good ass story. Shit. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was really cool. And like y'all said, you know, I I don't really get many stories from a lot of people, mm-hmm. but uh, once they open up, they're just so excited to oh, yeah. to just tell you what 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 happened and... i i literally bought a a, a pin that just says tell me your ghost stories <laughs> <laughs> and like it, it did actually work at the last pop-up market that i went to where people wanted to share and but it was just so damn busy that yeah. they couldn't they couldn't stop and tell yeah. it to me but they're all like yeah I'll, I'll share it i'll send it in so i'm waiting on you send it in let's chat paranormal at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know the other thing that i i do want to say because uh he, I, I think i turned him on to the podcast uh i i do i want to say like when he was describing because it was such a tragedy that he didn't so it was one of those unfortunate events where his employer was being a dick oh. and they didn't allow him to leave work to mm. go say you know goodbye yeah. it was uh it it, it hurt me kind of hearing that because i yeah. i really didn't you know the the during the, the whole covid thing not to kind of go off on a tangent but you know everybody's more um concentrated on their own safety and stuff which rightfully right mm-hmm. and then you don't really think about the tragedies and then everything that happens when the, within those individuals just like that story is mm-hmm. just like wow i never really thought about what other people had to go through yeah during this where it's, it was just like fuck man that's sad i'm mm-hmm. sorry yeah. that happened yeah we were fortunate enough we did lose a couple people due to covid but i guess the three of us healthy wise we yeah weren't really yeah well any news. <laughs> put a damper on it. Yeah. Just like, oh. <laughs> it's it's that uh that meme of the chihuahua with the helicopters in the back <laughs> where we're just flashing back to that time we're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well uh did you remember what your creepy update was um, yes i did i don't remember the exact day or whatever it happened but i do remember i must it must have been a weekend but i vividly remember being right here where i'm at in my spot where i sit and you know do my my thing uh while everybody's (laughs) like passed out and um i at the corner of my eye to my uh, left i saw the dog kind of like come to the part right here right okay and i i paid it no mind i kept uh painting whatever looking down at at the table and i made some kind of noise which caused like this is like in a matter of seconds which caused me caused the dog that was actually in the couch that i'm looking at straight forward to pop its head out on with lola and i was like what the hell like okay she must have moved super fast whatever right but then as i am walking to the back room i literally felt something brush up against my my uh ankles like if it was an actual cat or something and then the whole night after that i kept seeing like something kind of scurrying around in the animal size Ooh. area interesting which i was like what the fuck i was like, <laughs> I, was like I, I was like i'm okay with ghosts but ghost cats that better not be a goddamn thing <laughs> jesus Jesse's had a, a, a like a history with cats. <laughs> it's just in general, I'm like, no, this is where we put a stop to this. 
Oh. But yeah, that was I, I thought it was odd. I, I couldn't really like pinpoint. I was just like, what is on the ground? Like, what am I? Because I kept seeing her and she was like stationary. And I was like, it's not you. Yeah, ugly dog. <laughs> yeah, I would remember an ugly thing running yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, it says it's 91 degrees outside and it's about to be nine. I believe it. Like I said. <laughs> All right. Well. Oh, you know, also, I, I want to say happy uh, belated birthday. To who? To the back rooms. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> She's all fuck looking at both of us like who whose birthday is <laughs> no, it? I'm all like, I know y'all's birthday hasn't passed yet. She's all fuck. No, that's that's true. I, that actually popped up in my brain. I was all like, Oh, it's it's an anniversary for the the back rooms. Yeah. But, is all it? Right. I, I, yeah. I, I I'm coming in like you guys, not knowing a damn thing. I saw a video of it somehow. I'm I'm just I'm like, okay. Let's go. All right. Well, let, I... let me say that this one, it is so far out there, so wild and so crazy. But yeah, like I said, this one is so far out there, so wild, so crazy that, uh, yeah, if, if you're going to make jokes, you don't have to respectfully make jokes with this one. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> you're, are we Challenge flashing accepted. back to Jeffy? <laughs> challenge accepted no nothing's gonna be worse than jeffy oh my god all right I, was... yeah i oh you know what i want to put that out there uh juanito loquito part two oh my god coming gosh. soon i love it eventually you're just gonna have to do one whole episode of all the juanito loquito stories yeah this one is gonna involve uh no, wait, don't, don't ruin it. Oh, man, no, I have such a it. good idea. She's like, I got to have the sauce when it comes out. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> Anyways, all right, guys. Uh, go ahead and sit back and relax. Open up a cold beer or whatever the fuck you're drinking, and let's yeah. have some fun. Okay, so The Backrooms is an internet phenomena that originated in May of 2019 from the website, dun dun dun, 4chan. <laughs> How is that? A, that's not a surprise. Um, <laughs> under a thread where someone asked for other users to post disquieting images that just feel off. Yeah. In response, a user posted a photo of a room with a small description. First, I'll describe the photo, and then we'll read the description. The photo is overall yellow in tone. The walls are covered in various patterns of yellow wallpaper. The carpet is a murky yellow that somehow looks dirty even though there is no debris on it. The lights on the ceiling neatly follow a pattern. One rectangular light emitting a pale yellow glow, followed by two yellowed ceiling tiles, and then another light. The photo looks as if someone stood in one room, looked into the next room, and viewed a partition, and what looks like an entrance to even more rooms. It is devoid of furniture or any type of hospitality. It is all just dingy yellow. So, now, (laughs) this is the original comment from that post. If you're not careful, and you no-clip out of reality in the wrong areas, you'll end up in the back rooms, where it's nothing but the stink of old moist carpet, the madness of mono-yellow, the endless background noise of fluorescent lights at maximum hum buzz, and approximately 600 million square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. God save you if you hear something wandering around nearby, because it sure as hell has heard you. 
Ooh. Yeah. So and you did get into to how big or well, the back rooms are. That that was just part of their original comment. I completely forgot. What was <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh. so yeah. so fun little fact. Okay. Right, the back rooms is three times larger than the surface of Earth. Oh. So, to that, put that into that, perspective, that doesn't sound pleasant. Yeah, yeah. And um, walking around on Jupiter all day. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know how big Jupiter is. I was about to say that was a very. <laughs> I was going to say that you didn't know that 600,000 miles was three times larger, but you knew Jupiter was three I times. I don't know larger. how big Jupiter is. She, she did not. Don't, don't, don't listen to me. I'm not no science teacher. There's no alcohol in here, though. I just want to throw that out. <laughs> if anything, I would have gone with like Uranus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I do want to get into this though. Okay. Uh, do you have uh, any any description on why this makes this so uh, terrifying, so spooky, so unnerving? Because you don't see anybody else. Uh, th- that is one. But uh, like I was mentioning earlier, this is uh, described as a liminal space. I don't know what a liminal space is. So, uh, by my understanding, the definition is these are spaces that are transitional spaces. The spaces that you cross going from pl- uh, from point A to point B, mm-hmm. right? So, these are like hallways, parking garages, locker rooms, uh, class, uh, school hallways and stuff. These are meant to be places where you're not to feel comfort right like these are just transitional spaces okay uh other people have described the the back rooms to being somewhat of a subconscious uh like extra existential dread of being in like a dead-end job and the monotony of you know just wandering your job aimlessly lifelessly through your entire life and that's what brings the dread on i mean to to really to really say that the backrooms hasn't garnered such huge popularity in the three years that it's been in existence is an understatement. Mm-hmm. Like, it is super popular to where uh, psychiatrists have uh, analyzed why this is somewhat such a force. Of, yeah, uh, because it really is. Uh, as a plain image, yeah, it looks unsettling on, you know, there's nothing really threatening about the image, right? Like, there's no predators, there's no monsters, there's no nothing. Mm-hmm. But the thought of this endless maze of this same office space, mm-hmm. hallways, is is unnerving, un- unnerving to, mm-hmm. to us. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, one of my previous jobs where we had to walk, like, through, like, kind of like a little maze of hallways to get to the mail room so we could have so we would bring back the mail for the day and that's what it reminds me of is just like literally just walking this hallway and just never ending (laughs) and like oh that sounds terrifying oh yeah yeah and then never knowing when the hall is gonna end or change or Mm -hmm. turn or whatever and flickering lights yes and that's something else that i don't know if you also have in here the whole point of the back rooms is a bombardment bombardment on your insanity. Hmm. It is constantly driving you towards insanity. Okay. And that is the uh, effect of the humming buzz of the, the fluorescent light. The idea of just aimlessly wandering through the halls and stuff. So keeping yourself sane is an impossibility without aid in yeah. the back rooms. Mm-hmm. So. All right. 
So that sounds fun and terrifying. <laughs> but uh, let's touch real quick on the term no clip because this was the first time I had ever heard it. What? Yeah. So the term is a video game related term where a player is able to pass through a physical boundary that would normally block them. So basically it's like having a cheat code to walk through walls, it seems. Right? Am I explaining that correctly? Technically, no. Oh. Technically, yes and no. Right. Oh so, so no, 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 no. You, you are right in the in the in the description of you know like if you do have a code, you can walk through like the the level of a game freely. Mm -hmm. But I what I think the back rooms with their no clipping description was a time in video games where you accidentally. Yeah. Go through a wall that you know there's a oh, like the glitch where you're yeah. stuck where in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So but but uh others have actually described that this may be a reinforcing statement of the whole uh simulation theory. Mm. That this is the back rooms is actually like a debugging station. Oh shit. Or a uh, unfinished level, or you know, uh, or, something along those lines. Or what if it's just like the? How can I put it to you? Like the maintenance center of the simulation. Yeah, you know what I mean? and, like, and that that would be like the debugging. Yeah, yeah where okay, they're just testing okay. shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. The others, beta? Is that what you were calling but it? But others... It, uh, no, like a beta would be like an unfinished game, but you're testing it, right? Like that's the, the phase that it's in. Uh, but others have actually said, what if this is the place? And I wish I had a tin hat right now because I would put it on. Just. But what if this is the place where you go when you die and you slowly go insane and then you are born again? You come out of the, the back rooms. Why is my sister making a face like that? Because I don't like, like that. that. <laughs> I don't like that idea. Well, what the the question would be like if I guess if you do get sent to a space, what if you don't walk around? What if you just stay there? You go insane and then you die. But if you're already dead, well, that's the thing. You're not dead. So, like, let's say right now, right? We were we were discussing this. We're talking. We're laughing. Ha ha ha! You get up to go get a beer, and let's say you open the fridge. There'll be a slight millisecond of distortion of reality where, when you open it, you're teleported to the back rooms, and we would never know the difference, right? You would just disappear. So that that's technically what the no clip would be. Oh, okay. Yep. So would I be like blinked out of like existence where you guys are yep. like pretty much he never much. he never was here? Uh, or would you guys have ooh. I think it would be more like a missing person type thing. Yes, because they have also said that the uh, we'll get into it later. We'll get into that one later. Okay, but uh, I'm just like so this is more of like when you go missing, but not like an immediate missing where like how you said you guys would see me go up and then I just blink. Think of would... it like the from the 411 stuff. No, Avengers when he went and he yes, disappeared. And you would just disappear and but... we would be aware of it, but we wouldn't know where you went. So so we'll we'll, we'll jump into it right yeah, now, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll, so the theory I'll hold that my questions. The, no, well, no, I, I'm I'm gonna answer right. So the theory is is that the Bermuda Triangle is actually a no clip zone into the back rooms, or these other unexplained. Uh, th there's a there's a area in space right now 
that if you were to point a telescope and look at there are no stars in the sky right there and it, this can't be explained like uh astrologists and everybody can explain why there are no stars there because there's not the presence of a of a black, black hole. hole or anything it is just literally black and i guess uh some of the fans of the the uh the back rooms have actually said They're like that's it that's the back rooms up there and you know so uh there have been and and it's it's so brilliant but it, it okay so let me say it might be brilliant in the sense that it could be real or they just really took the opportunity to make these missing cases like of missing civilizations missing people yeah yeah uh and say like hey man they just no clipped into the fucking back rooms that's how you explain these civilizations and these people disappearing and i was stuff. just going through my phone and elon musk is gonna buy the back rooms i just saw that right <laughs> now. he just announced it he's like god damn it i need the back rooms <laughs> anyways he's sorry like, i i like i said i really 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 like this one this one was so good he's like fuck twitter the, the back rooms is <laughs> is where it's at man. Okay, so uh, one more major player in this story that was not part of the original comment is called the Meg, which stands for Major Explorer Group, yeah. which is considered a large and influential group existing in the backrooms that formed a government for the few first thousand levels of the backrooms. Yeah. Thousand. Okay, wait. So there are... Not just thousands, there are thousands. But this is where I was gonna get with my whole description of like the fan base, right? Consider this like the Dragon Ball franchise of fan bases. You have your purists who love Dragon Ball. Yeah. Then you have your traditionalists who love Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. And then you have your like GT. Your, your, yeah, you have your GTs and that then are frowned upon. <laughs> and then you have your uh, supers. supers fans boo gt non canon <laughs> piss off like 20 percent <laughs> so so let, let, let me give you a little bit of description in that right so like the purists they only believe that the back rooms is just one level endless never you know stopping all oh yeah if never the one going. if the one level is bigger than the planet then you know yeah. what more do you need <laughs> i thought it was your anus man <laughs> <laughs> but in that in in that iteration there is a way to come back to the front rooms which we are presently in so are what, you aware of this so channel? where we are at you call that the front rooms we would call that the front rooms. okay that there's I, a way back there is a way back i thought there was like ways to like no clip back here yes there is a way back and it does require no clipping back into this reality but as far as meg has got as uh, is aware there is no one who has ever found it it has only been rumored that you have to fall uh you have to come across the no clip zone where you will clip back into the front rooms but okay. as it stands right now nobody has ever come back interesting that you know of that we know of but the reason why we are we are aware of the back rooms is because some levels have cellular service and wi-fi yeah, yeah okay so but my, my okay again I'm with you guys. I'm like, what the fuck is going on and what are they talking about? If you've never heard about <laughs> so, it. So did we DiCaprio you? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay. 
I'm with what it. What if you do come back, but you said you're driven insane? What if you do get back and you're just like crazy? So, uh, what okay, would so, would this be? Could this again just a theory? Would this mm-hmm. be what accounts for a lot of the people that are driven insane and they're institutionalized? And this is possibly uh, this is a possibility because and see this is why I'm saying like oh my god like the 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 lushness of this story has been built upon in the last three years so well meticulously like detailed so they say that all of us at one time has visited the back rooms but we choose not to remember it so that would be during but it would explain time or during like sleeping time no during waking time okay what if you glitch while you're asleep and that would be interesting but yeah um some people like i said they've said that we have visited the back rooms at some time in our life uh they actually said that there is a governing body outside of our reality that actually dictates how many people are put into the back rooms every single year there is almost like a lottery where these people go missing uh but i didn't get the details on why these people are chosen to go to the back rooms hmm, they're just bad luck but or is but it random it, it, it is random but in a sense this explains you know roanoke this explains uh, Atlantis. This explains, you know, so on and so forth of Where these civilizations. Civilization just disappears. Disappears. And that's why I'm saying, like, it is so crazy that it sounds true, or it is so crazy that it is just so well uh, built upon. Well, I guess ambiguity is the best part of it because it has so much details, but then. It leaves you with like an open answer because I'm thinking like, so like, is this just so I again, I'm not stating this as a fact, but based on what you've told me, my first conclusion is like everybody who's ever been diagnosed with some sort of like insanity. What if they're they're just people that came back from it and they've been completely broken? And that would be that would be completely possible. Because, like, I'm thinking, like, you come back uh, Brad Pitt 12 Monkey style. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Ooh. Like, interesting. It, like, you saw it. You know what's going on. You're trying to tell people the other room. And, like, you 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 blink. And they're like, uh. That's fucking awesome. Well, I mean, aside from what you're saying there. But, I mean, the insane asylum that Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis were in could technically be described the, yeah, as a the, back room. Because that's the first thing that came to me. Like, I'm just like, they're glitching yeah through reality so like, uh, and you know and and that is something else to say that uh we only came into the knowledge of liminal spaces just recently yeah but a lot of people do speculate like i said that this has been going on for for centuries yes it's the beginning of time since yeah it's been able to happen yeah yeah and and that's why you know uh, civilizations disappear humans disappear or whatever let me uh get a little bit more crazy on it <laughs> oh my god like we're right up jesse's alley on this so uh people that dig into sediment that's been literally undisturbed and they'll find ancient tools okay uh the the compass with the mechanics that they found that uh, is supposed to be a navigational tool uh 
that they have no idea how it was created and why it would be in that time period where mm-hmm. a metal forging and all this other stuff was like so essentially that's so what if the stuff also glitches Ooh. not only people let's say you do, that sock you never found glitches Holy to shit. the 1900s jesse's, jesse's adding on to it <laughs> yeah i'm just saying if, if it if it glitches there's no set rule that it can't be oh something you know what inanimate I gotta, I gotta look into this because i want us to be the first to add to this if it does right it would be such a stupid entry but i want it to be but what if the back rooms in and of itself was an entity of its own and it liked left socks that's what i'm saying that's that's where it is that, that that's uh, where your your sock goes missing that one razor that i bought that just disappeared it, it ended up in the 1920s and some dude's like what is this so it, it's funny you say that and i'm pretty sure my sister's gonna get into it but there are uh materials and survival gear that is randomly generated in the back rooms that people who are surviving there currently go looting for and it could be random stuff. Some some of it just uh, useless, others being kind of useful. And then there are some that are specific to the back rooms. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, so, yeah, like, so inanimate objects glitching, yep. yeah. And that could, oh, shit, god damn it, we're, I believe this, the back rooms is real. <laughs> Jen, the back rooms is real. Okay. I, I, but, I don't know about this, but I'm like, you're giving me information, so I'm just running with it through my normal <laughs> thought process. I'm like, okay, keep keep this coming. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, all I, well, not all I have, but I'm good right now. I, I, I just brain vomited right now. So Jen, if you're, you want to continue with some of your details. Okay. Um, so now that you understand the origin story of the backrooms, we can start talking about them. <laughs> Which uh, I haven't heard. <laughs> <laughs> the backrooms lore has been expanded upon by the internet, and the backrooms universe is vast. There are now multiple levels to the backroom going into the thousands, and there are creatures native to the backroom and specific objects born to the backroom. So since there's so much lore out there, I'm only going to cover the first three levels. If Eric has any more levels he'd like to expand upon, of course, that's (laughs) what he can do. And of course, chime in on other tidbits he may have found because there's just a fuck ton. All right. So level zero is the main level. This is your yellow office space looking place. So we described how dingy looking it is, the loud buzzing of the lights, but it also has the smell of moldy carpets. The carpet is perpetually moist, and for some reason, it has to be said, whatever liquid is in the carpet is not safe for consumption. Why does this have to be said? Like, who is sucking on the carpet? So it it does have to be stated because even though it is uh, reduced by a significant amount, hunger and thirst do still occur. Okay, quick question. Does is this so this back rooms is it still uh ruled under like the laws of like thermodynamics and other stuff like that? So it it, it does in some senses and it does in others. So like that that's like kind of the whole point of the back rooms is that it's this this distortion of reality where I don't know if it is the back rooms that chooses or if it's just random. But uh so like So my 
initial question. So there's liquid being transported. And yes. the main theory is that water is the conductant that you're able to time travel or light speed travel. Okay. okay. So if there's water present, we just haven't developed the technology to use it as the fuel for it. Okay. Okay. Like hydrogen, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that being said, since if it is applying to, therm- you know, thermodynamics energy can't be created or destroyed right so are these creatures just a phase of someone that got trapped and distorted so i don't know if my sister will get into it but uh there are creatures there that have unknown origins but other creatures that are or entities they're called entities in here uh are ones that have unwillingly joined so, like, the Dullards are an entity that does exist within the back rooms, and they're essentially what happens to you when you lose your insanity. Like I said, this is this is a constant bombardment on your insanity. The buzzing, the squishing of the carpet underneath your feet, uh, the constantly being oh, chased yeah, uh, by like entities. A, like a sensory overload. It is. And um, so, to answer your question... There's no real answer to it. <laughs> to okay. be perfectly right. I'm just saying, does it apply to it? Because, uh, like I said, you can't destroy. If it applies it, you can't destroy the place yeah. and you can't create it. So it's in that perpetual loop where, like, ooh. So I know people have described saying that they've wanted to experiment with time travel with the back rooms, where they go there right because uh no one really knows how time works in the back rooms that's what I'm all saying. they know it would, is it would is, be an area devoid of time so so it is uh, again uh, i don't know how it technically works i didn't get into the details of this one but as far as i know time doesn't work the way it does but time continues to march on outside no 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 in the back rooms because like as as i stated before uh it is a bombardment of your insanity right you don't you don't technically die in the back rooms you either become a part of the back rooms or you survive basically right so like hunger and thirst continue to consume at you but not in the sense that you're going to die it's just driving you towards insanity just like the the squishing of the floor just like the humming and buzzing of the lights and stuff and uh actually (laughs) that's something that i kind of want to try to do if we did do a patreon of like each level i wanted to play a uh like fluorescent light sound in the background as we describe some of these things okay. and then do an experiment and say I, like hey how do you feel right now I, I think from the information you've gathered me again i'm talking it like from the listener's point of view so what you're describing to me if you guys out there are familiar we're gonna go back into dragon ball z lore <laughs> oh, what you're describing to me is basically the hyperbolic uh chamber chamber where like um time kind of stops but your physical biological makeup is still ticking yeah so you get hungry you 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 grow facial hair Uh but the place itself is on a completely different plane Uh so it doesn't Uh apply to the normal time so like 33 years in there would equal to a minute outside or whatever the dragon ball thing is where they only spend like a minute in there 
and they do like 50 years of training or something. So the only thing that I would say that does not confirm your theory is the fact that nobody has come out of the back rooms that we know to confirm this right saying like holy fuck you know i've been in there for 40 years well because you would be driven insane right well yeah yeah well uh as we'll get into later uh there are ways to keep your sanity in check right and there are survivors in this in the back rooms because like i said this has been going on for centuries and people have learned how to survive in the back rooms but like i said nobody has come out to say that like oh fuck man it's been 40 years and i'm finally out and it's only been five minutes to like like i said you opening the refrigerator door and you being gone for five minutes and me and my sister just kind of being like what the fuck just happened and then five minutes later you come back and be like fuck man it's been 70 years i finally got back yeah you you know what i mean nobody has done that that yet okay So, in this level, it's considered a safe and secure level with minimum entities. This level is a maddening maze of these rooms, and it is also non-linear, meaning you can walk straight from one room to another and end up right where you started. (laughs) Or you can try to come back a way you came from, but somehow the space has already changed. People will wander endlessly in these rooms, trying to find their way out, and will never come into contact with another person. Due to being alone, the deafeningly loud buzzing of the overhead lights and the maze of rooms, people are very likely to begin to hallucinate and lose their grip on reality. Wanderers are said to begin to think they hear the voices of other people, think they've gone deaf, or see things in the corner of their eyes. An interesting thing about this level, though, is there is a room called the Manila Room that wanderers can no-clip into that is just a room with a small wooden chairs inside, but people can meet up in this area, and the Meg has also conveniently left documents in this room for people to read on how to survive the back rooms and travel from level to level by no-clipping. Yeah, and uh, the common way to actually get to level one from level zero which is commonly known as the lobby is to actually just survive for four days and you will actually automatically no clip into level one that's cool Mm -hmm. all right so on to level one level one is described looking like an endless massive warehouse the floors and walls are concrete there is exposed rebar has a small layer of fog on the ground, which conveniently then creates puddles of drinkable water. In addition to the endless rooms and hallways like level zero, level one also has staircases and elevators. An interesting thing about this level though, is that random crates will pop up, the content sometimes actually being very useful. There could be food, almond water, medical supplies or clothing, and sometimes even weapons. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, though, they will contain useless things like crayons. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, these crates also will disappear just as often as they appear unless you're holding on to them. It's only when they're left alone that they will disappear. Mm -hmm. In level one is where you can find the hub, which is a long tunnel. It's a long tunnel with doors that will lead you to different levels. Here is where you can actually encounter other wanderers. Yes. And meet some of the team from Meg. Yes. As half of them are stationed there. And this is where it gets so fucking interesting to me. So did you know there is a cafe 
actually in level one. Tom's Diner? Tom's Diner. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, okay, now that we get to this level, I'm starting to think of like uh, kinetics. So, when you, uh, what do you say? Glitch out or what do you call it? No clip. No clip. No clip. Is that like a, a, I guess what you would say, a, a frequency where your body is charged oppositely that you're able to kind of... You're going too much into science for me. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> um, just think of it as magic. Ta-da! I mean, like, <laughs> New you're, you're talking, like, I was like, yes, magic is like, or you're talking about like... Uh, magic is just science that hasn't been explained. Well, there you're talking you about go. like, you're talking about like uh, witchcraft, right? No. Or you're talking about like actual magic, like no, rabbit I'm, out of the hat. I'm, I'm just saying I don't know how to explain it, and I think you're asking a too. It's too. Uh, too deep for it. Yeah. Well, because we're going into like aspects of like glitching out. I'm like, so like, would the theory be that you're charged a certain way, so that's why you stay in the back room because of the the. Ooh, I don't know. Actually, so you only glitch out, or sorry, uh, what did it click out? What do you guys uh, call no it? Clip? No clip. No clip after you've reached a certain point of like. So I do know this, right? I know when you uh no clip, right into the back rooms. I know whatever is on your person at the time of no clipping. That is what goes with you. With you, yeah. So, like, if you have a pocket knife, if you have, you know, keys or whatever, anything in your, either your hands or in your pockets, they go with you. Yeah, so I'm thinking, like, what if you get to a mental state where you're, like, I don't know, depressed or anxiety mm -hmm. gets your actual energy to a certain point, mm -hmm. and that's, that frequency clips you out. And then the back rooms are kind of like f making you stay in that frequency. Henceforth, Ooh. you're trapped. It's you know what? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm like, <laughs> you guys are giving me things. I'm like, what? how does this work? Like, I, I would be the one guy that would be like, okay, we're going to figure this out, guys. So, and, and it's funny you say that because my sister keeps on mentioning this group called the Meg. And they're a group who actively uh, assists wanderers and uh gathers information for the back room so that people can easily survive which uh again is why i would love to do a patreon a little bit more on details of the certain levels because there is a level called the hell hotel where actually nothing bad happens it's just it's it's wild <laughs> and you know there's uh there's one level that's a complete ocean oh, an endless terrifying. ocean yes there is one level that is a, a, a an entire ocean and there is one entity that is believed to have eaten all the other entities on that level and is now the only entity on that level and you're you're most likely going to encounter it one i think it's level seven because it is almost omnipotent it's almost like a god like a so leviathan the, type so, of base yeah so the moment you enter level seven even though it is endless in all directions no matter where that entity is it knows you have entered its lair yeah because so, it's you know yeah. the leviathan basically yeah and it's funny you say that because now that you're saying there's a whole level dedicated to water makes sense if it's glitching through or how do you guys call it again no clipping no clipping so what if this is a primordial creature that no clipped Ooh, interesting uh, in the pre uh what pre 
uh, pre-Cambrian. Yeah, like ooze. And it's just got this water that it feeds on. It just waits yeah. on people to no-click into there. Hmm. Okay. And then um, they no-click back. Nessie, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so anyways, half of Meg is stationed here. Uh, yes. There's also a group a group called BNTG that has their mm-hmm. own outpost and BNTG stands for Backrooms National Trade Group and it is made up of 415 people that live in their own makeshift city. They work well with Meg and trade supplies with other people in the backrooms. Another place on this level is called Tom's Diner yeah. who has or was a chef that no clipped yep. into the backrooms and now serves diner food uh, to those that just happened to wander there. <laughs> he gets his food from the BNTG, from what I understand, and he seems like a gentleman. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, uh, that that's the whole thing that it, it 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 interests me so much is that like there is survivors in these these back rooms that are making the best of their yeah. time there. It's all like, well, shit. I guess I gotta cook burgers here too. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like when you're stuck on there, you wouldn't really be able to tell the flow of time yeah yeah so essentially you're in a state of like being immortal but you have the biological restrictions of your body needing Mm -hmm. water and food so it's funny you say that and again i i don't want to get like too deep into it but there is a uh a theory that goes with the bath back rooms called the quantum Im- immortality right <clears throat> and it it uh involves multiple timelines actually in the back rooms so let's say me and you were actually out uh rummaging right uh, salvaging stuff and we in the encounter back in the back rooms okay. and we encounter an entity and you die in my reality you died but in your own reality like in your reality there is a split reality where you actually survived and you continue your your journey without me okay so yeah it it, it gets so deep it gets so crazy it gets so wild like i'm sure i don't have i'm almost certain that i don't have a lot of the answers that you have but i am positive somebody like a, has yeah it sounds uh, like a terrible dmt trip <laughs> 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 this is just so open and i have so many questions but continue i'm sorry guys okay well this is my last level that i'm gonna go over um level two unlike level zero and one level two is considered quite dangerous for people to know clip into and so here's the thing you can clip into level two uh mm-hmm. on your first try it's much more common to clip into level zero uh kind of rare to go into level one but level two you are unlucky as fuck and you're gonna die (laughs) Um, all right (laughs) so in this level wanderers are met with what looks like maintenance tunnels yeah they are low-lit tunnels with concrete walls floors and ceilings there are air ducts in some parts of the tunnels, but mm-hmm. there is usually a thick black liquid oozing out of them. Yes. And there are also many doors, though most of them are locked or lead to nowhere. So let's talk about why this level is dangerous and introduce entities that could be on this level. Yeah. Yay! 
Okay, so there are crawlers, which are small animals and bugs that have been infected with a fungus that makes them become very aggressive and will try to attack other beings. And once bitten by one of these dudes, you become infected too. Mm -hmm. And they like to use those air vents as a method of travel. So like that zombie fungus that Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. There are smilers, which I think I would hate the most to encounter. And it's basically reflective eyes and smiling mouths that can only be seen in darkened doorways and closets. Yes, that just look up a smiler, Google it. It's terrifying. Imagine seeing so, just like a, just floating eyes and evil so looking grin. We're using the trope of Alice in Wonderland. Pretty the much. Cheshire oh, yes. yeah, the Cheshire cat. And it is recommended because nobody has actually survived one of these encounters. They don't know what it actually looks like. It is a attracted to light so it is recommended to either throw whatever is glowing on you Mm -hmm. or turn it off because they will come for you yes um okay there are facelings that are described as normal looking people except they have no facial features there are even facelings children that have no faces but run in packs and more likely to be aggressive and volatile towards wanderers the japanese yokai Pretty I much, don't yeah. Know. Remember, faceless features. Yeah. They don't. They don't. They won't show your butthole with the eye, but they don't have any. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, this is funny that they're saying that they're taking tropes. Like, what if this is the spiritual, huh. like a spiritual plane, where like, yeah. Okay. Where they can actually no clip mm-hmm. into this existence. That would suck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right. So there are clumps, which are massive clumps of human arms that flail about in every direction. Yeah. And they come out of vents, cabinets, and other tight spaces. So, like, just imagine walking by and then just out of nowhere, fucking clump of arms is just like, do you know, just. And it's funny you say that, right? Because just like you described, it's a clump of just body parts, right? Mm -hmm. And arms. But there is one appendage that actually can. Stretch up to twenty five feet. Oh my god! I yeah. didn't grab read that. you from oh, yeah. from that. I know what appendage <laughs> oh that is. Shut up. That's usually the reaction we get from that appendage. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. There are hounds, which sound more uncomfortable than anything. They are quadru- quadrupedal humanoid creatures with sharp claws and large mouths with sharp teeth. They look like humans, but basically walk around on all fours mm-hmm. and are very aggressive and they growl. So just yeah. not about that life. So that is the actual uh, first entity that we see in that YouTube video that yeah. crawls down okay. from the uh, Hate it. from the, <laughs> the ceiling. <laughs> that is that is the hound or at least what I believe to be it. So You guys are really, you know, and not because I just saw it, but you guys are really sounding like multiverse of madness type of thing right now and i'm just like uh. (laughs) okay another creature are the death moths the males don't seem very dangerous they're kind of small whatever but the female death moths are aggressive as fuck fuck things and they spit acid yes and they tend to be attracted to light so if a wanderer hears flapping wings it's best to turn off any light sources that they may have on their person yes because they will attack you 
and a little detail right so again like i said every level is against you it is all working towards driving you towards insanity so that it has become a practice that everybody is trying to keep their their sanity in check right with either with almond water or other means right like royal rations and we'll get into those descriptions but the uh, death moss like my sister she, uh, had mentioned she said that the males are almost docile yeah because there's that in any species the male is smaller than the yeah female exactly to... that it has gotten to a point that they are traded as pets in an attempt to uh i, I guess give you comfort and uh that 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 sense of uh, uh companionship, yeah companionship yeah. yeah exactly outside of you know the human factor because there there might be times yeah like we do mention that there are, are communities in the back room but there may be times where you go stretches without actually running into another community okay. and others so to actually have like a companion with you uh it helps you keep your sanity in check you, so it's giving me real the mist uh type vibes <laughs> with all these creatures that are popping up well i'm only going to talk about one more Okay, so last are the skin stealers that don't seem scary as their names, actually. They're large humanoid creatures that meander through the level and for the most part are not very aggressive, but they are known to seek out lone wanderers when hungry and mm -hmm. basically eat them. <laughs> and steal their skin. <laughs> so, yeah. They're not that dangerous, but they will eat you and steal your skin. <laughs> when they're hungry, but for the most part, they're described to just be all like, <laughs> yeah uh but it is it is very uh warned against to uh, encounter one of these or go up to one of these because they will saunter around the halls with this skin on them and it would be either too late for you to realize or very easy for you to identify them because their skin is either they never get the right size skin for their proportions that it either is stretched abnormally across their frame or very frumpy and saggy on their frame okay so uh yeah okay and so um, i'm done talking about the entities so i'm just going to talk a little bit more about uh some of the groups so on this level you can also meet the survivors which consists of about 29 people that are friendly and willing to trade with wanderers there is another group here run by the BNTG called Office Space EL3A, though there's no information what this group does for this level, but they're there. Um, and let's go back to these doors. Some of the doors actually might lead you out of level 2 and will lead back to level 1 or a different level altogether. Mm -hmm. There is also said to be a large multicolored door that will lead to level 283, but... That sounds scary also. <laughs> but uh, that's it for my notes. And I'm sure you have more, Eric, because you went way deeper than I did on this. <laughs> I actually love this, like I said. Um, how about, because we, we are going on an hour and 15 or an hour and 20, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, so that probably puts us like at an hour already because of some of the... <laughs> yeah, some of the times we had to stop yeah. because of sound. So, uh, how about I just describe a few of the other entities? Okay. And maybe we, we, we do either a second episode or we do a in-depth thing for Patreon. Okay. And, well, I just wanted to mention before we stop or before you continue um, 
where I did get a lot of my information from, besides like the Wikipedia page, like that's where I like start <laughs> off and start following links or Googling more. Um, there was a YouTube or there is a YouTuber uh, called Brugly. And he, I want to say like his entire YouTube channel should basically be dedicated to the backrooms <laughs> because like he, he did something called Brugmas where he went through the first uh, 12 levels of the backrooms. It was 12 days of Brugmas and it was, uh, it's very entertaining and like he goes and does in-depth uh, like deep dives into like the entities and then like some of the items that can be found and whatnot oh yeah so. because we didn't even get into almond water no there's so much yeah we didn't get into royal rations we didn't get oh yeah i mean it's so 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 built upon that i love it I yeah love i'm just it. like i have so many questions and so many <laughs> comments i'm just like uh yeah but um yeah so and then also i want to say it, it was like a a back Backrooms fandom website also that I was like getting a lot of like the descriptions from the entities from but I can't remember what it was but either way just uh, if you want to deep dive into it yourself or continue looking uh, that's where I started uh, off at if you guys are feeling how I'm feeling then yes I have so many (laughs) unanswered questions and theories that I'm just like uh, well I I got a little bit more to quench your thirst right because there, there were there were a few more entities that I I absolutely found Wait, intriguing. How, how does how does sleep work in in the back rooms? So you are required to sleep. No, I know you're gonna biologically you're gonna have to yes. sleep. So sleep puts you on a completely different uh, wavelength. Okay. So does that mean you are essentially clicking out to different levels where you sleep? I don't think so. No, no. I think I you're think still sleep... like in danger. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. no, well, I'm, I'm, of course, when you're in the back rooms, you're constantly in the room saying, like, while you're sleeping, uh-huh. are you permanent to clicking out and waking up in different areas? No, so uh, when you are actually in the back rooms, you, uh, so, of course, there are probably a lot of ways to no clip out of whatever level you're on that haven't been discovered but as it is right now the group that my sister was talking about the bmt or uh yeah the bntg they are like i said uh uh, scholars that are trying to learn about the back rooms that leave files or uh assist survivors on how to travel throughout the back rooms they're taking a scientific approach yes and uh as far as it goes right now, there are specific things that you actually have to do to actually travel to other rooms. So like in even in certain areas, it could be as random as like having an ice cream in your pocket with like a pack of cigarettes on top of your head and then you'll no clip to level 273 or whatever. You know what I mean? So it, it's very random. Uh, reality gotta, doesn't. <laughs> oh, you got a pogo stick for an hour on Tuesday, and then you get to new level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but if you're insane, and like in your head, you know, you're imagining it. Does that still apply? So, and that is another theory: is that uh, the back rooms aren't actually real at all. These are just hallucinations of a. Uh, insane person happening within their head yeah so like that that's the first thing that i thought like so in order to no click Mm -hmm. your brain tricks you into 
turning into a certain certain wavelength by mm-hmm. doing this goofy task, which we all do right now as it is. When we're stressed, mm-hmm. we don't need a cigarette to go smoke, but that's what we trick our body into it, and then we're like, yeah. amazing, or like a drink, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, does that's because that's the logic I'm taking. It's based on reality, but then the back rooms operate on like a higher octave where you have to go to that extreme as far as like almond water like you you're making it that way yeah yeah to to force that frequency in your body to vibrate out of whatever i don't know i would have to actually look deeper into it because again like i said like i'm sure there's an answer out there for you because like this has built been built upon by so much yeah like, it is, like i hope is... somebody who's like really is like going like hey, you're a fucking moron no <laughs> or they're going like those are some reasonable questions my guy it has to be either two <laughs> okay so i want to tell my sister about two of the more uh interesting entities that i found okay i'm about it so I want to tell you about the party goers. The party goers. They sound fun already. Yes. Uh, So the party goers are a sauntering human-like image that is seen wandering the halls holding balloons. Okay. Uh, But they will attack you on sight. They are very dangerous. And if caught by one, they will make you a party goer yourself. Oh. I'm gonna Google their image. Okay, but the uh, oh no. Yeah, they look like a like a blobby mass. They kind of like look, a Gumby. Yeah, I was gonna say they look like Gumby, like if he was scary. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the, Gumby's the, already the, scary. Yeah. If you were, you were well, to... oh, this one's a good <coughs> image. That one's very creepy. Yes. Let me see. Oh, I mean that's so the the warning sign actually to uh knowing that there are party goers nearby is let's say you're just walking through the halls and you turn a corner and the hall is filled with random balloons just floating in random you know directions, Mm -hmm. then you know the party goers are near. Oh no, there's a party. (laughs) <laughs> i thought that was scary yeah that is creepy but like of course i have to make a joke because i'm uncomfortable with so, the thought of it <laughs> well the recurring theme is that a lot of these creatures entities entities, entities have a specific compound that triggers them so the helium would be the party gore thing i don't know actually because uh you're saying the skin so i'm thinking like skin it's the collagen Mm -hmm. so like is it like based i you're probably like i don't know what the fuck you're talking (laughs) about because i'm trying to like add like any creature that hunts it's specific or that exists oh i get what you're saying uh actually i don't know because to be perfectly honest i don't even know what the origin of the party goers would be and even right? if there isn't one, if it isn't a a, a a a group of people that over time evolved through this, mm-hmm. and the element of helium turned them into this that clicked or what is it? No clip, no clip in. Mm-hmm. You're struggling so hard. Because well, like <laughs> I, I keep thinking it as a, as a glitch. So let's say you're at a you run a fucking uh a, like a party city. And you're constantly making balloons, and every three days. You make 15 balloons, and but when you go back to check, 
10 of them are gone and you're oh, like where shit. the fuck did those balloons go they clip to that area and there's these people that have been there stuck for and they huh. eventually evolve into this based on the helium that acts you know kind of thing i get what you're saying and i think like if it hasn't already been explained i think it would be a nice and in, in, like inclusion to the back rooms because that's all because could... you, you're absolutely right even though i know that uh for my own research like random things will generate within the back rooms uh balloons aren't one of them so like you're saying where did these fucking balloons come from that these these entities are getting them from yeah and uh, the most associating thing with a balloon is a party yeah yeah so you start acting like there's a party yeah but if you've reached the point of insanity where you see a balloon and you just start partying <laughs> like you know what i mean like it's it's that's the first you've lost yeah. all comprehension and you're yeah. running on uh like that that your primal, primal yeah. yeah yeah huh okay okay so i got one more for you okay i like this one okay it is called the living room okay the living room okay so again <laughs> you're wandering the back rooms randomly and you come upon a room that looks like a living room oh wow a living room here what is and it here? has a uh rotary dial phone in it mm-hmm. now you're probably weary of this because it's the back rooms and you know better to the to you know just do something randomly in the back rooms mm-hmm. and the phone starts to ring uh, don't like that <laughs> would you answer it depends, depends i would depends, say yes depends. because like you said there's internet and phone service uh-huh. glitching in and out of this oh, place man, we're about to matrix it <laughs> nope y'all are dead <laughs> oh so so think of the living room like a venus flytrap and that is its bait is the, the phone. is the phone so you enter you answer you get no answer or you do get an answer actually and it's of a like a first responder firefighter um, emt whatever and they tell you that you're in danger and you need to lock yourself in the room so you essentially kill yourself you lock the door and uh discover that you accidentally broke the lock and can't open it then slowly the uh furniture within the room the couch the love seat the coffee table the table that was holding the phone all start to disappear and then spikes start to come out through the walls oh my god and slowly close in on you as it kills you yeah, that, so, that would be a no-go for me. If I'm in this back room, I'm on high alert. I'd be like, what city are you from, first responder? And how do you know about this? Like, I, I, would, I would have so many questions for this guy. Would... So, so let me just say that, right? Like, human and entity alike, nothing is on your side in the back rooms that you can 100 percent confirm right because there are things called the window entities or the window traps and it is a window that actually is lit and somebody will come to the window and they'll point at you and they'll start trying to get you to come closer because they're going to tell you something they're they're trying to draw you in they're telling you come here that would be a no-go if i'm already like in this back room i'll be like no (laughs) i'm good (laughs) come here (laughs) so yeah like i said there's this image in the in the window that's trying to draw you in and uh people who have actually gone up to the window they are grabbed by just hands and then dragged back into the window and have never returned yeah no i believe it 
Like yeah. I said. So. I, I, I understand this, how this is going. This just, again, <laughs> I'm just like, this, yeah, this sounds like a, a very upside down <laughs> world where I would be very yes. weary of everything. Yes. That would be a, a great description is an upside down world. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, I love this. I love this. Uh, yeah. There is the original creator of the video. Uh, oh, that found footage one on YouTube? Yes. Yeah. He actually has a series, uh, very talented 16-year-old. Yeah, I was going to say he's very young, or was very young when he first yes. started this. I mean, he's only 19 now. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he did a very wonderful job of taking tropes. Yeah. And just, so, the way... Th- that I guess it's piqued my interest. I don't know about you listeners. Is that like it takes tropes of like stuff we already know. Yeah, familiar. And then throws them into a very unusual landscape. And then gives you the option to make your own choice. It's kind of like <laughs> a Dungeons and Dragons of like weird Ooh, shit. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, also... Um, it, you can make it into a board game, to be honest with you. Ooh, yeah, shit. No shit, yeah. Um, if you are curious, listener, to continue lo- learning more about the backrooms, uh, there are plenty of TikTok videos, YouTube videos on this. <laughs> um, there's even been some like viral Twitter thread, I remember, of somebody that claimed to be lost in the backrooms and got out. But then, of course, he later admitted, like, well, this was all just like a story that I was spinning but it was it was pretty good. It, well, what I'm saying is that it could essentially go into the D&D type-esque stuff where like you can set up a whole game called yeah, the backrooms yeah, and like yeah. you have a person that controls it, you have a dice and your decisions. Like oh, what do you do? Do you pick up the phone? <laughs> and you know the, the dungeon master or the backroom entity tells you oh no now you've succumbed to the room (laughs) you know what i mean i like it oh man i wish we had a discord and all this so that we could do that that would be so much fun when you're thinking about it 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 brings me back to those multiple choice games in the 70s yeah that i was like uh yeah you pick this and then you're like but why would that happen it's just (laughs) so open-ended that's the best part about uh, things they're always the, the more open you leave them the more they're odd (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i like this i hope you'd like the gen yeah yeah definitely i also enjoyed looking or like reading into this and listening to all of the content on this that other creators have done because it's just wild as fuck and i think every day something is being added to the background i kept that perspective from you guys listening if you guys have the exact same questions if not more (laughs) approach to this then uh yeah i'm after we're done with this i'm actually gonna go do a lot of research on this uh oh my god Uh, be prepared for hours and hours and hours i got the time i got the time buddy (laughs) i got the time and i'm gonna i'm gonna be real thorough i'm telling you i'm telling you i would love to do like a patreon or an episode uh on each level because it gets so much more in depth so much more interesting to me actually well i'll be discouraged as soon as i like i smell boo-boo and i'm like i don't like it I, they're they're not following <laughs> you know what i mean if it goes into the whimsical stuff i'll be like okay cool this is just but if they actually have a solid um how can i put it to you like 
So, oh. like, if you're saying that they stick to canon, uh, I, I think so. From what I've been reading, following, deep diving in, there is no um, changing of the rules, okay, per yeah. se. Yeah. Uh, the, the only way that the rules will change is if the level requires it. Because there's actually, like, one level where it is a neighborhood but it's it's in perpetual darkness and you can't actually enter any of the houses so you're just randomly roaming streets what would be considered a 1960s nuclear yeah actually yeah the, the nuclear fa yeah, the family, family type uh yeah yeah house. exactly okay and you are actually stalked by these giant eyeballs with uh like appendages with hands on the end of them which they're would, always watching which would be what uh, a trope where i don't know if you are familiar in the 1960s when the nuclear testing in nevada happened they actually that's the it came out again not to be fucking weird about it in the <laughs> multiverse of madness that same creature pops out and he's a recurring uh oh okay thing in the human like it's a giant eyeball with tentacles that yeah. essentially hunts humans yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah okay. oh shit okay but uh, yeah. Trust me, there is it. It, it gets so much more. <clears throat> it gets so much more interesting and so much more in depth. Uh, like the thing that I really I really enjoy is the settlements that well, you find throughout the back room. You're essentially, uh, and in a nutshell, to anybody listening out there, uh, if they've come to this conclusion, is you're describing. Call of Duty Zombies, where you're thrown into an area <laughs> with a weird landscape. You have to find these caches of stuff and try yeah. to survive with yeah. Like yeah. random levels that <laughs> never end. And they're constantly being barraged on you. And if you die, you just end up doing it all over again. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think we've said everything that we could say. Yeah, because I just think of the teddy bear when it like pops up. And, like, oh, on yeah. The, the chest and you're like, fuck, I just want the ray gun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I enjoyed this. Yeah, I did too. Alrighty, well, thank you guys for listening in. Um, oh, gosh. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> That's a little both bit of, those. of a brain fart right there. Yeah, you can find us at Let's Chat Paranormal. We send in your stories to be read to Let's Chat Paranormal at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions for uh, topics you would like us to cover, also send them our way that through those channels. Um, let me think of anything else. Not that I. Oh, well, we have the koozies and some stickers if you ever want to order any. Locally, you can uh, find us at a pop-up or we can work out some shipping details. But anywho, um, thank you again for listening in. Make sure you drink a lot of water and uh, think positive thoughts. Apparently, we're in Mercury is in retrograde, whatever the fuck that means. But apparently, it's bad. <laughs> that means I won't be acting a fool, y'all. Uh, <laughs> it's my time to shine. <laughs> also, Jesse's birthday is this month, May 28th. Woohoo! Um, but, uh, <laughs> he yeah. looks so pissed right now. I know. Like, <laughs> she's all, it's the time he acts a fool, y'all. Yeah, he, he acts a fool every day, but extra foolish. <laughs> I know my cycles. <laughs> anyway. I, I won't be out, out the front door howling at the moon oh, in my underwear. With Sal. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Wild Bulls for life. 
<laughs> Thank you again for listening and have a great week ahead. Bye. Bye-bye. Bro, what's their address? <laughs> Thank you.